stand with me. We read Genesis chapter 30, 39, and I'm talking on the theme when God is with you, you stand a chance of receiving certain special blessings. Genesis chapter 39. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly, and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owed. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man. And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. Verse 10. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. She came and grabbed him by the cloak, demanding, Come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. When she saw that she was holding his cloak and had fled, and he had fled, she called out to her servant. Soon all the men came running. Look, she said, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran out and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. But you some of them are tough fat. Now, by say Joseph, we didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to be a misery. As I said, so 
na opanyen bi a wa fra ne potifa no na ocho no na ode ni ko ni fi na ohun se onyamensa wono so e ma bibibiara e wono no ode she joseph nsa na ebribi echi no ne yire hu se joseph hu ye fe enu ti opesa one ne beda na de bia o ka kire ne so one ne meda na joseph ampene e kai se wo mi wura e di bibia ahyamensa di sa ne yire na menya sabani wei entia onyankopon Na da bi e bai se okko hokko ye na dwuma na obi ani fie no obi ano twi no se bra na wo ne memeda na otew ne ho igwan fi ho na na tarika ne ye ne nsam na otietie mu se mo mehwe hebrew ni a wode ne bai no ono e na obedi me ho fe wo otwen ya ne kunu bai e na okasa akire no ama ne kunu ne bufu ide ne kwotu afiase na afiase ho nso onyame di na chi na ni ohwe afiase ho eso no ehun so onyame nsa wono so de bibia ehye nsa sa onyame ka wo ho a bibia ewiye amen lift up your hand and commit yourself to god's hands right now that you will not lose out this message you will not lose out with god's presence god's presence will be with you for those specific and particular blessings that come with this his presence ompae se onyame asem ye bey wo benya wo chefa se wo hwiri bibia emfimu Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. We commit our heart and our mind and our soul to you. Let the entrance of your word bring encouragement to us. Let the entrance of your word position us for unusual and uncommon blessings. And above all, let your word draw us closer to you and making us more like Jesus. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. That's... When the Lord is with you. When the Lord is with you. Turn to somebody and ask him, is the Lord surely with you? Ask somebody else, is the Lord surely with you? Are you sure he is with you? Then you are a miracle. Amen. One of the greatest and special advantages that we believers enjoy is the assurance of and the real presence of God in our lives. God's presence sets us apart to be counted among the blessed ones. The Lord's presence with us, his children, gives us what I call competitive advantage over the others who do not have his presence. He's been with us. Ketsi, his presence remains the number one reason, the number one reason why we can be called a privileged group of people. The passage before us, as I read, reveals that God was with Joseph. And Joseph enjoyed particular blessings because God's presence remained with him. I believe you know Joseph's story. His brother sold him and he found himself in Egypt in Potiphar's house and many, many, many other things happened. And I want to share a few thoughts with God's presence in his life with you. And I covet and I pray that you will not lose out from God's presence. I want to attempt to encourage us to accept the fact that God's presence remains with us because we are his children. 
And his presence positions you and I for what I'm calling uncommon and competitive blessings. Competitive in the sense that two of you, one is a child of God, the other one is not a child of God. Because we are a child of God, you have something special that God will give to you that may not go to the one who doesn't have that relation with the Lord. I also want to encourage all of us to acknowledge and affirm God's presence on a daily basis and also to make the effort to tap into that presence for his, his blessings to be upon our lives. Before we come to the issues about the specific blessings that Joseph encountered or enjoyed because of God's presence, I want us to understand when we say that God's presence what are the dynamics of his presence? First and foremost, when we talk about God's presence, we are looking at his abiding, unceasing presence. From the one when you gave your life to the Lord, the Lord's presence came upon you and his presence continues to abide with you until the end of the time. I want us to read from Joshua chapter 1 and verse 5. Joshua 1 and verse 5. Joshua 1 and verse 5. He says, No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. So when God says that he will not leave you or abandon you, what it means is that he's perpetually abiding with you. And he goes with you wherever you are. He sits with you wherever you sit. He's with you in whatever you are doing. His presence abides with us. And it's very important that you and I will always acknowledge that his presence is with us. We can't see him fully, fully with our naked eyes, but his presence daily abides with us. In your sleep, he's with you. When you wake up in the morning, he's with you. When you sit in the vehicle, he's with you. Yours is to acknowledge that he is with you. Listen to Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10, verse 9 and 10. It says, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, says, saying you are my servant, for I have chosen you and I will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. He said, don't be afraid. The presence of God drives away fear. It is you to acknowledge that he's there for fear to evaporate from your system. When we talk about God's presence, what do we mean? His presence is abiding, unceasing. He remains with that. Secondly, his presence is described as an enabling presence. Enabling presence. God works in you to will and to do in accordance with his good pleasure. 
Philippians 2 and verse 13. It means that his presence is inside us. It is the presence of God inside us that enables us to fall in line to the will of God. Amen. He lives in us, he presses us on, and he creates a desire in our hearts that we will do that which pleases him. See, Philippians 2 and verse 13, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. First, there's that desire created in you because he lives in you. And secondly, he gives you the ability and the power to do that which pleases him. The thing is not by human flesh. Christian life is not by human flesh. Christian life is a supernatural life. And so when he lives in you and you connect with him, he pushes you in his ways and he wants you to do what he wants you to do because his power is working in you. May the power of God, enabling presence of God, work in you daily and may you find the will of God in your life. So his abiding, his, his presence is enabling, in other words, empowering us. And then his presence is also what we describe as a guiding presence. He comes to direct us. So what it means is that when you are connected with him, every step that you must take, you must connect with him again and seek his direction. Listen to what God said to Moses when God, Moses was afraid to go on, on mission. And Jesus, God said to him in verse 14 of Exodus chapter 33, Exodus 33 and verse 14, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine with you. I love that. He says, I will go with you. And because I'm with you, everything will be fine with you. Come on, turn to somebody and tell him, God is with you, therefore everything will be fine. Say it again to somebody else, God is with you, therefore everything is fine. No worries, no worries, everything is fine. Because the Lord is in the driver's seat, amen. He is in the driver's seat, amen. And then Joshua 1, 9, you can read that later. Then apart from that, the presence of God denotes what I'm calling overshadowing and omnipresent presence. What we mean is that God's presence is everywhere at the same time. And so there is nobody who can run away from his presence. There's nobody who can hide from his presence. And you, because his presence is with you, his presence is everywhere, he knows the details of your challenges. He knows the details of the mountains that confront you. He knows the details of the pain that you are struggling with because his presence is everywhere. Inside of you, around you, before you, behind you, beside you, his presence is there. And so there's no cause for alarm. So on your main, it will be Bibia, Litumi, Wabia, and not the only Munia, one of Munina, so any more, which you will find all for us, the baby Biara, only Muninara, and not the Psalm 139 and verse 7. Psalm 139 and verse 7. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. And if I go down to the graves, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, 
If I dwell by the furthest ocean, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same for you. His presence is always with you and is everywhere. So please take note. When you are traveling, know that God is even ahead of you. When you are traveling, know that God is beside you. When you are traveling, know that God is, is behind you. He's all around. I call that overshadowing and overwhelming presence of God. Definitely we are swimming in his presence. So his presence is abiding, his presence is enabling, his presence is leading, his presence overshadows and overwhelms us. That is a big blessing that God has released to his children. As we touch on Joseph, we want to learn a few things that the presence of God can do in an individual's life. And I'm just centering on Genesis chapter 39. And I'll bring a few things out and I'll pray for you for those things to happen because his presence is in your life. First and foremost, we need to affirm the fact that God's presence was with Joseph even though he lived in a foreign land. He moved from his home, he was in a foreign land, but God was with him. In this chapter, we find some verses there. There is a scriptural affirmation of God's presence. If you look at verse 2, it says, The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did, as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Verse 2, The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did, as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Then verse 21, again, scriptural affirmation of God's presence. Verse 21, when Joseph was put into prison, he says in verse 21, but, everybody say but. The man was put in prison, but. He says the situation is this way, but. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and he showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Even in prison, the Lord was with him. Verse 23b, the Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Amen. Not only did the scripture affirm God's presence with Joseph, but human beings also attested the fact that this young boy carries a different anointing. He carries a different thing. He's different from all of us. Listen to verse 3. Verse 3 of Genesis chapter 39. Potiphar noticed. Everybody say that. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with who? Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. May people around you notice the difference. 
because of God's presence in your life. Here are a few blessings that Joseph enjoyed because of God's presence with him. And I convert those blessings for you because you are living under the presence of God. The first thing is that because God was with Joseph in verse 2, the Bible says Joseph became successful. Whatever he did, he succeeded. What it means is that when God's presence is with you, you're writing your exam, you will succeed and pass. When God is with you, the promotion will be yours. When God is with you, you want to marry, all the organization will go well because God is the one who is working for you and you will marry. We call that success. The work of your hands must succeed because it is God who is with you. Your marriage, your marriage must succeed because God is with you. Ima and mommy, your marriage will succeed because God is with you. Amen. So Joseph became successful. I declare success for all of us in the name of Jesus. Number two, because God was with Joseph, he became noticeable. Noticeable. You know when everybody will know that you are different. Wherever you are, you'll be noticed because you carry a different spirit. Verse 3. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. Eyes will see, hearts will acknowledge, mouths will declare that you are different. Let's see the presence of God. What if a who is the same? Pay you on your make and one of the Biara obey no Sinia on your make account who am a Biara obey a nipper who no one who said, Oh, yes, Joseph was successful. Joseph was noticeable. Number three, Joseph received uncommon favor. Uncommon favor. Let's say that together. Uncommon favor. There is favor. There is favor and there is also uncommon favor. Please note that Joseph at this point in time was a servant in Potiphar's house. But because God's presence was with him, God caused Joseph to have uncommon favor in the sight of Potiphar. Look at what verse 4 says. This pleased Potiphar, and so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. That's promotion. That's favor. Verse 4. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owes. It's not everybody that you can release everything you owe to except but for uncommon favor. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your status, your current status. If the presence of God is with you and God decides to favor you, you'll be favored. Amen. 
Se potifa hun e yini nti odi bibi biara e wani fi e share Joseph nsa e nyo bibi biara na ubenya ayeshemudi wobi biya ashanensa nemu moyami kano hunti no onya adumstrongo. So he was favored. The next thing is that Joseph was promoted, or if you like, divine elevation. If you read verse chapter forty-one, thirty-seven, Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt from prison to prime minister. The difference is God's presence. Joseph dear Obia Ode Fiasi O Fia Fiasi a Fe Ferrachino or no and a no waho and so swini said on Yan Kupon Anna or Kanahunti. I declare uncommon elevation for you. I declare uncommon promotion for you. Your boss who is sitting on your promotion now, because of God's presence, I release his touch upon your boss right now, and that your promotion is coming to you. Not only that, in verse 5, because of Joseph, the household of Potiphar was blessed. Was blessed. When I read the King James verse, he says, through Joseph, Potiphar's household was blessed. Say, but look Joseph, at what my version says. Joseph Winti, Potiphar, Verse 5. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord did what began. The Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. Please take note. From the day, that's when God began to bless the household. I declare unto you, that because of God's presence, from the day you will step at a place, that place will be blessed. What it means is that God's presence makes us a channel of blessing to others. Because the person walks around with you, because of you, that person will also receive the blessing of God. May you continue to be the channel of God's blessing because you are soaked with God's presence. Joseph was also made a trusted steward. When I say trusted steward, we're saying that everything that Potiphar owed, he put in the care, in the care of Joseph. Why? Because God was with him. It is dangerous these days to give things to the care of people. There are some people who come and spoil your business. They will steal from you. They will dismantle your business because they don't carry God's presence. But because of God's presence, Joseph, a slave boy, a servant, was entrusted with all the property of Potiphar. And I love the way he put it. He said, with Joseph there, that's verse, verse, verse 6, with Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. Can you imagine that? I declare over you today and now in the name of the Lord Jesus that by the presence of the Lord upon your life may you become a trusted steward and a testimony to your bosses, a testimony to your colleagues, because you are able to take charge of what has been entrusted upon you because of that grace of God's presence. Two more blessings. Joseph was able to overcome temptation because the Lord was with him. 
The Bible says that there's no temptation that comes without a way out. Joseph was able to master it and he flee from temptation. Verse 7 to 15. I don't want to read that because of time. But you see, when God's presence is with you, He gives you the directions as to what to do to overcome the temptations. That there are some of us who are going through some very dangerous temptations, and you are holding press conferences with the one who is tempting you. May the Lord grant you grace to escape. May the Lord grant you grace to overcome them. And there's somebody here, some big money has been brought to you because of some contract that you might sign. And you are debating whether you should take. It's bribe. The word is bribe. You are debating. May the Lord help you to escape. May the Lord help you to escape. May the Lord deliver you from that in the name of Jesus. Last but not the least blessing, Joseph, by the presence of God, was a recipient of God's mercy. A recipient of God's mercy. And that's what the 20 and 21. Let me read from 90. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. That is mercy. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries. Because of Joseph, somebody will not worry again. May it be your story. In prison, God extended his hand of mercy to him. Mercy is God's compassion, God's understanding, God's empathy and sympathy. God reached out to him there. And soon, he became the boss, even in the prison. May the Lord make that your story. May he make that your story. As I conclude, three things that Joseph did to sustain God's presence. Three things. Just write that. It's very important. First and foremost, Joseph was a very faithful person. Very faithful. Can we all say faithful? These days, we don't find faithful people. It's very difficult to find people you can describe as faith. Even believers. Believers are stealing from their masters. Believers are changing figures. Believers are telling lies. Believers are doing all kinds of things. But Joseph was faithful to his boss. And Joseph was faithful to his God. I pray that the spirit of faithfulness will come over you if you want to sustain God's presence in your life. Listen carefully. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master, everybody say my master. My master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held 
back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How on earth can I do such a wicked thing? We call this faithfulness. I can imagine Potiphar's wife, how beautiful she was, Fanta color, fair colored, nice hair, curly hair, sweet lips, strips, uh, Fanta color shape, uh, Coca Cola, but coming and proposing and proposing. In Ghana here, <laughs> somebody will take advantage because it's coming for free. But you know, Joseph knew and knew and affirmed and affirmed the fact that his authority did not reach out to Potiphar's wife. His, his authority stops at a point. It doesn't go beyond that to Potiphar. He knew it. We call that faithfulness. We call that faithfulness. God wants us to be faithful in our businesses, faithful to our employers, faithful to our wives, interpersonal faithfulness. But above all, Joseph was faithful to his God. Joseph, Put your hand on the shoulder of somebody and tell him or her, because of God, remain faithful. Tell him again, remain faithful. 20, 24 hours a day, remain faithful. And God's presence will remain with you. Number two, Joseph feared God. Yep. When we are talking about fear, we are not talking about a demonic type of fear, but he, re- he revered God. He knew what God is and who God is to him. And he said that if he did that kind of fornication or adultery or whatever, it would be a sin against God. He didn't say it would be a sin even against Potiphar, but he said it would be a sin against God. So God is the overriding reason why he will not go in for Potiphar's wife, who was giving him scholarship. We call it scholarship. Free scholarship. Yeah, Amen. He was faithful, he feared God, but what I was excited about, he fled sin. He ran away from sin. The woman caught him, held his cloak. Joseph said, no, this woman, if I don't run, she will, she will, she will spoil my soup. So she took off and left the cloak with her. In Ghana today, if you are a man and a woman is proposing and you run away, they will say you are not a man. They will say you should. I'm saying when they say they will say that that you are not a man. They say yeah, where Jimmy? Oh, where Jimmy? Where Jimmy? Bah, free, free, one fa. Where Jimmy? We are two no. But you see, this boy, he didn't want to mess up with his God. He didn't want to mess up with the favor of God. He didn't want to mess up with the presence of God. So he took off. He took off. You send both. He took off and he made a record. So 
So I want to challenge you, run from sin. Flee from sin. Someone said fleeing is, a, is, is between running and jumping away from sin. <laughs> I pray that the presence of the Lord will not leave you because you remain faithful. The presence of God will not leave you because you fear God. The presence of God will not leave you because you are an expert in running away from sin. You are a professional runner from sin when it comes. And I covet God's presence upon your life. May the Lord bless you for hearing his word this morning. Amen. Amen. Amen.